Hello, welcome back to Dwell with Jesus. This is Abby. And this is Sophie. And today we are talking about biblical joy. We've already prayed over this podcast, so we're just <laughs> going to jump right into it. Um, first, we started when we were thinking about this, about a little bit about the distinction between joy and happiness. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, just so you understand kind of where we're coming about from when we're talking about biblical joy. So <clears throat> often when the Bible is talking about joy and happiness, they're interconnected, but also in the English language, happiness um, is coming from the Latin word hap, which means lucky. So mm-hmm. um Happy. Happy means you're lucky, and often um, we're not (laughs) lucky people, so it's hard to hold on to happiness because it's not always happening, and when we talk about joy, we're talking about um, something that is beyond our circumstances, and it's contentment Mm -hmm. and satisfaction um, regardless of what else is happening. So when we're talking about joy, I think that's more of the mindset of where we're coming Mm -hmm. from. Yeah. When I think of happiness or like when someone says like, oh, like that makes me happy or I feel really happy. I just naturally think of like something just worked out for them. Mm -hmm. Like they got the job they wanted. They like had a great weekend. Mm -hmm. And then when I hear that someone has joy, I personally just naturally think like, it's like a internal platform that they just hold that like they are maintaining this and like it stays steady even when you are happy or sad. So like happiness like comes and goes with sadness or with like circumstances and struggles. But when I think of joy, I feel like that's a heart posture and like mm. a brain posture or thing that you take hold of Mm -hmm. and it doesn't go away Mm -hmm. personally yeah I think that it could be hard sometimes when you really think about like do I have joy am I striving to get joy sometimes it might be revealed that you might have just been like going through the works of it and you actually don't have it Mm. which kind of happened to me this week but anyways (laughs) that's another story Yeah. And also when we're talking about um, joy, we were talking about how as humans, we're like, we're so complex and Mm -hmm. it's easy to think like, oh, you can't be like sad and then like also have joy or like be sad and happy or things like that. But like we're like, that's what people think. Yeah. Yeah. We're like made in a complex way. And like God has made our emotions so much more that we can hold joy and sorrow or joy and Mm -hmm. grief at the same time. Yeah. And like, I feel like even if you like reflect on your own life, you can see that happening. And even like in the biblical character people, you can see like that in their situations, Mm -hmm. like there is sorrow, but there's also like joy that they are finding in the Lord um, throughout all of scripture. I feel like a perfect example of that is just Paul. Mm-hmm. Like, Paul just kind of had a horrible life. 
Like, yeah, he was following Jesus and he was, he wrote so much of the New Testament, but most of what he says in Philippians is to the Philippian church is just like, Hey, even though I'm sitting in this jail cell and I like, I have sorrow and I have troubles, but like consider it joy. Well, that's mm-hmm. what James says, but mm-hmm. still, yeah, I feel like Paul really, he made that very clear that you can have sorrow and you can have hard times and like, you might not love your situation, but he said he gets his joy from knowing what his future holds of knowing that like his foundation is in Christ, that he is loved by Jesus and he knows what is coming. And even though like this situation might stink and he is like in a jail cell, he knows that this isn't forever. Mm -hmm. He knows what his destiny and his eternal life will be. Mm -hmm. And I think when you put your mind to that, that's when you have that um, joy. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And like when our joy is like found, like obviously like he found his joy in something that um, was not going to change. And I think when Mm -hmm. we realize like our source of joy is constant and the thing that's waxing and waning is us. Mm -hmm. Like it's easier to like recognize that. Um, because like the joy of the Lord is our strength and not in our own strength can we have joy or um, like we can't create it by the things that we're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I also like how you talked about like how he was focusing on the eternal things, because I think when we have our secure, like we're secure in who we are and who God has made us to be. And we know our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. We can focus on the eternal things and we kind of recognize like, Oh, the routines of life, whether everything is going great and we're not joyful or whether everything is going wrong and our circumstances aren't good. Like we recognize like no matter where we fall on that, like our joy comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and like coming, coming back to that, like, understanding that like mm-hmm. even though, like this life is fleeting and like the job isn't gonna last forever like mm-hmm. the relationship isn't gonna last or even like the hard times of like mm-hmm. this prison cell isn't gonna last forever or just this mm-hmm. like rough friendship patch or whatever mm-hmm. it's like knowing joy is eternal and like it comes from god mm-hmm. and having the holy spirit inside of you and i think that that is something that like I personally struggle with like remembering Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes I just like go through the works of trying to have joy Mm -hmm. and like I get so caught up like what you were saying Mm -hmm. with like the business of this life that like I'm like oh 30 minutes in the morning like that will be all I need to sustain me boom done close the bible Mm -hmm. put it away but then it's not remembering that this is eternal and I should like be dwelling on his like word and my salvation Mm -hmm. like continually and not just like put it away put it on the shelf and then like walk to campus and just like continue throughout my day and just like rely on highs and lows to get me through the day instead mm-hmm. of like having my mind on higher things and like having that peace and having that joy um I think it can be hard to like keep your mind and like your heart in that posture um 
I wish it was easier. And I feel like it it can be. But. Mm-hmm. And I think when we recognize that joy is a fruit mm-hmm. of the spirit and we recognize like it can't be produced by human hands. Like when we struggle with like one of the other fruits, like my immediate thing is to like pray for it. Like, oh God, I'm not having patience. I'm struggling with self-control. I pray for it. But I think our immediate thing about joy is just like, well, I don't have it, but like mm-hmm. it might not be like to pray <clears throat> that God will produce that fruit in us. Yeah. That's and like recognize it's not produced by human hands. Mm-hmm. And then also realizing like what like joy can do and how that can transform like our circumstances by just showing us God's perspective on them and like that he is going to work everything out for our good. Mm-hmm. Whether um, you know, you think like you can see that it's going to work out yeah. for good or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, that can be so hard in like the moment. Yeah. And like joy is one of those things can, that can like help us like make that perspective mm-hmm. shift. Um, and it's not the product of great things happening, but mm-hmm. like the recognition that we like serve someone who is great mm-hmm. and praiseworthy and excellent and like holds the whole world in his hands. Yeah. And, like, works all things for good. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that's kind of hard to, like, remember. But when you do remember that, that is what you're, like, you're saying of, like, like, the joy of knowing that he works all things for your favor. And that mm-hmm. um, even if it works out or doesn't, if he says yes, no, or wait, like, it is for your good and for his honor and, like, his will. And I think just remembering that can really bring a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And that... Like, we can trust, like, I think, even though we've, like, talked about, like, how, like, we're not creating joy, I think joy comes more naturally when we're trusting God, and, like, we're holding on to his truth, and we're recognizing his promises, and we have this, like, confidence that he will prevail, and, like, that he is going to work things out for our good, and, like, I think that's another thing that we have to ask God to, like, teach us how to do mm. is, like, teach us how to trust you more. And then, like, through that, he's also going to, like, give us joy because we are trusting him. And, like, we know that what he's doing, like, has a plan and a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been going through Exodus. Well, I, like, went through it a while ago and then I, like, kind of stopped and now I'm going through it again. And all about, like, Moses bringing the Israelites out of Egypt, right? And I'm in this, like, chapter 26-ish or something. I just got past all, like, the tabernacle, all that stuff. And I just read um, the gold calf where Moses is up um, talking to God on, like, the mountaintop. And all the people are on the bottom, and they're, like, freaking out. Like, where's Moses? And they're, they, like, tell Aaron, they're, like, Let's, let's build a calf and they do it. And I feel like just a few chapters ago, I was reading how like Moses was called by God and that he brought the Israelites out and like God is still leading them cloud by day um, or the cloud by night, cloud by day, fire by night. Right. <laughs> Anywho. Um, and like they're following God, they're praising him. And even though they have no idea where they're going. They, they don't even know the promised land is coming. They just are in the, the wilderness. And sometimes I feel like we go through like those seasons of like 
we're going from Egypt and slavery and we're like stepping out of that and we're in like this like dry wilderness of like what's going on but like we're so praising God even though we can't see what's coming and then when we feel like oh God's not like helping me in this moment or like where'd he go like I don't see him that's when like these random idols start coming in Mm -hmm. and can really like make our I think we just have to remember the core of like Mm -hmm. our joys from the Lord and like the Israelites remembered that in the beginning and Mm -hmm. I think they got really scared and I think that's that's something that I naturally do and I think probably everyone does of like oh god like you seem really distant right now like what is going on Mm -hmm. like but then to your point of like have you prayed about it because I feel like I personally pray for patience all the time I pray for patience and gentleness like every single night and I feel like I'm a very patient human you know I'm gonna be an eighth grade teacher but then why like I haven't prayed for joy I feel like joy is something that I just naturally have and I'm putting that like in air quotes but like do I have it or am I just like producing it on my own and is it actually just happiness like is it actually like an internal joy or is it something that's fleeting like the Israelites that it just like it came they praised him and then like when they got scared because they didn't see him for a while they built a calf you know Mm -hmm. I think we kind of fall into that of Yes, I'm going to pray my Bible, or not pray my Bible, read my Bible, pray, worship. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you go through the season of not really understanding or seeing or hearing. But is that our fault? Is that God's fault? It's, of course, ours. Like, are we praying about it? Are we, like, just going through the works of it? Or are we Mm -hmm. putting our heart in a posture to receive God and to really dwell with Him and... I know we hint at that every single podcast. I think it just comes up naturally personally, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think that's going to be something that I'm going to start doing is just like praying for joy mm-hmm. and like seeing it and believing it and remembering it every single mm-hmm. second of the day, even when it's hard to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sorry. That was like a really long, no, that was really good. Um, I think also what I something I was thinking about when I was thinking about this is like okay, let's say we pray for joy, we do all these things for joy, and then like we don't have it, mm-hmm. and like what is joy just like feeling it in a feeling, or is it something more than that? And I guess if we're like start with like our one of our first definitions, that was just like contentment and satisfaction in the Lord. I think sometimes maybe you can be content and satisfied in the Lord and not like look super joyful, Mm -hmm. but I think like it might look more internal when things are hard. Like, I don't think, I don't know, maybe Paul wasn't like singing songs all the time, but he still was like satisfied Mm -hmm. with the Lord when he was like struggling. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Just something I was thinking about. I think contentment does have a huge thing to play with joy. Mm-hmm. Lots of interconnected things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but I think when we ask the question, like, okay, maybe 
the question for me of like, can I feel it gets confusing? But I do have the answer, I think, when I ask the question, where can it be found? Mm-hmm. Um, and that the answer is the spirit is the source of our joy and God alone can produce lasting joy. And I think that is such a comfort. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to like search around to find joy. Mm-hmm. Like I know who, like where the source is. Like I'm yeah. not lost in the desert looking yeah. <laughs> for an oasis. Like there's a stream right in front of me Yeah, of joy that like God is providing. Mm-hmm. Back to your thing about like contentment. Um, Proverbs 10, 28 says, the hope of the righteous brings joy but the expectation of the wicked will perish. And like that, like kind of hit me like a truck. I was like, man, do I have hope in my salvation? Like, Mm -hmm. am I someone that like, yeah, like has hope in knowing like the promises of Jesus will never fail. Like they will come true and they will, like I will be dwelling in heaven one day with Jesus. Like that is just so amazing. But the expectation of the wicked will perish like that is such a strong and very harsh line Mm -hmm. having expectation of something and like oh if I don't get that expectation like wow that's just such a strong verse Mm -hmm. I just yeah and I think that's what Paul was probably getting at of like he doesn't have any expectations the only thing he had was hope you know he was like yeah, I might not get out of jail, but I know that I'm going to be dwelling with Jesus one day. Like, mm-hmm. I won't be here forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect to get out of prison. I don't expect to do all these things. The only hope I have is in Jesus' promise. And that was, like, you will dwell with me. Like, I love you. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. And, like, I will work things for good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Thinking. Oh, one other thing that is cool is how the word joy, like, love these definitions, like, (laughs) slightly changes definition from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And how in the New Testament, it's like talking about joy from God's grace, which is such a cool. That's the New Testament? Yeah. So it's really hmm. cool that, like, we can, like, have our joy rooted in, like, God's grace. And, like, we had how we were talking, like, our salvation in him. Mm-hmm. And, like, knowing where we're going and, like, being able to trust in him. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's cool. Like, I love how it's God's grace in the New Testament. Because mm-hmm. that's literally just Jesus coming and being with us. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, like, learn the difference of, like, grace and mercy in, like, youth group of, like, grace has a G, so G means give, so God gives you, which is something that you don't deserve. I don't know. That's just something that I really I don't know what the difference is. You don't know the difference of grace and mercy? No. Mercy is, like, you don't get what you deserve. So, like, Christ, or God had mercy on us. Yes. By not, like condemning us for our sin rich grace yeah grace is he gave us jesus christ he grace was upon the cross you know mercy is that we're not on the cross Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. 
learn something new every day. Two things that are interconnected, but we don't often make a distinction. Exactly. Just, Just like, like joy, joy and, and hope. Happiness. And happiness. Yeah. Yep. Um, are you cool if I close with a verse? Yes. Okay. Second Corinthians 7, 4 says, I am acting with great boldness towards you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with comfort in all our affection or all of our affliction. I'm overflowing with joy. I feel like that's not a classic joy verse, but I really mm-hmm. liked it. I like it. You know? Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Um, love you guys. Yeah, love all um five of you that have yes. listened. Um, bye. <laughs> Stay joyful. Yeah.